How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcasts, and let's just jump right into today's subject, which uh, first I want to start off by saying that as much as I didn't want our current president to um, win re-election, I'm probably going to concede for at least my efforts in trying to make sure that he didn't get reelected and say that I, I wholeheartedly think now that he's probably going to win reelection. What does that long-term mean for, for me? Honestly, I, like I did my podcast three days ago on this. I don't think that's going to really have a dramatic ramification for myself. I think what really impacts most individuals is um, municipal county and state legislations and uh, governance versus the president. I think we give too much credit to um, the elected president. But ultimately, the narrative that he dictates does have some level of impact for the national conversation. And I am hoping, even though I know the way it works for a second-term president, is that um, the, the narrative that he promotes is more of a unification and more of, like, we're all Americans, Let's go through uh, this pandemic. Let's try to solve it together. Let's try to address a lot of the a lot of the issues in America as Americans versus, you know, thank you, my supporters, and screw everyone else kind of conversation that he's had for the last couple years. Um, I hope that's the narrative that he takes, and if he does, then it'll make this ride a little bit better. I'm very pessimistic about that because he knows now that he got his second term, he can't get reelected again, and he probably doesn't really care about what happens to the Republican Party after he leaves. Um, or maybe he does. Maybe he feels like he has some level of control, and maybe as uh, for business sakes, it, it might be um, beneficial for him to kind of maintain um a hold on the presidency and who knows how long he's going to live for anyways. He's, he's going to go down. I think it's the oldest president to be reelected. Um, so there's no, uh, there's no idea of how long he's going to live for after the, his second term. But, um, this podcast isn't about that. It's not about this election process. Uh, I've been following it all day long today. Um, not really stressed out about it. More just kind of uh, interest. Like I'm, I'm very interested to see kind of the dynamics of how things are are, you know, how certain states are critical. How like this pandemic is really affect and like early voting is a it's making such a level of fog about the results for certain states, especially states that are like really close. And how some other states did it appropriately, uh, like my home state of Florida, even though they didn't go with who I wanted them to go with, they've been counting their votes as they were receiving them. And then uh, they've been really good about just uh, not keeping anyone on the edge about whether they're going to be a certain color or not. Um that's the only good thing I'm going to be, say about my home state. Really, it's uh, such a letdown sometimes. <laughs> um, but I'll be a podcast for another time, honestly. And I probably lost half of my listeners that are probably from Florida. 
But look, ultimately, my perspective on it is that a lot of silly things come from my home state, but we'll save that for another day. Um, What I actually wanted to do this podcast about is a group of people that aren't really ever talked about ever, and there's a reason why we know these numbers in the first place, why Florida, you know, we're able to understand what the numbers are in Florida, why we're able to understand what the vote count and the tally vote counts are for any state. Um, and, and, and this union, and those are the poll workers, these people that, uh, a lot of them are volunteers. Some of them, I think get paid, they might all just be volunteers, which would be insane if they are, um, because of the level of stress work and, um, issues that they have to cope with while they're, you know, tallying up all these votes. It's a like for a lot of these states, it's a lot of votes. This isn't like an automated system. I mean, for some states it is, but for like the mail-in ballots, which is essentially, there's no way to to automate that process. Those are people that are, and and I think something in the number of like over 90 million people voted early. That doesn't necessarily mean that they voted by mail, but that does mean that a lot of people did vote by mail, did uh, and they did absentee ballots, and all of those have to be counted by hand by people and the amount of work that is for those people and the amount of stress, you know, having to do that during a pandemic and the people that also work. And those are the people counting the absentee ballots, but I don't, I'm, I'm my apologies. I'm also neglecting to talk about even the people that are at the ballot polls right now, you know, they're not, they're not counting every ballot, but they are making sure that people know how to vote, how to, you know, sign in, um, designating them to like a specific station and doing a lot of work in essence of just going back and forth and just showing people how to, to operate the systems that they use that those people don't get enough credit. And, uh, this podcast, I really just want to say a massive thank you to those people. Um, no matter who wins or who loses, those people, I don't think, get enough credit. And it's so easy to focus on the news and the politics and everything of that nature. But we don't sit and think about those individuals that are taking time out of their lives to make sure that our vote gets counted. And that's pretty awesome. And it makes me regret. And I, as I was thinking about doing my podcast about this subject, it makes me one of my biggest, 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 biggest regrets and now I'm coming up with every excuse known to man. There's a pandemic going on. I'm a, a new father. Um, but I do, 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 do 100% want to, when a time is right, start volunteering time. Because one of my biggest regrets is, especially when I was single and I was young, healthy, there was no pandemic, and I was fully capable of doing it because I was in a good place financially as well. Like at the prime of my life, um, I didn't offer volunteer work and I had many opportunities to do it, not through church groups because I'm not religious, but I had a lot of friends that did it and I could have done that with them. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a huge regret. I mean, I feel like those actions, I'm a true believer in saying that, you know, actions speak louder than words. And I feel like the neglect of taking that choice and making those kind of actions really speaks a lot of negative about the character of person that I am. And I think I'm a good person 
and I, I try to do good to people on my day-to-day life. I'm, I'm very courteous. I, I, I uh, allow people to cut in line. It, I, I like open doors for people. I'm always uh, uh, apologetic when I don't necessarily need to be. It's just a, the stature and character that I have. I think it's just something that I brought with me from my introverted days. And I just, I don't mind doing that. Like when I'm out and I want to be the center of everyone's attention, then maybe I, I neglect to do those things. But that's not me a majority of the time of my life. I'm just, you know, going through their day to day, just like any other normal average person. And I'm trying to do my best to just be as good to other people as possible and be respectful and be kind and be helpful as best I can. But I feel like me not donating or like not donating, but um, volunteering and 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 doing like charity work and i've done some small things here and there but it doesn't account for all the time that i had available to me to do other things and it's a huge like honestly it really it hits me hard sometimes thinking about it because um who am i to say i'm a good person when there are a ton of people out there that are taking time out of their days that are parents that are making these sacrifices because they're doing it because they need to do it because no one else is willing to do it. And I don't like that idea. I think that's wrong. And I'm here preaching about the the thing that America is lacking and it's, it's losing over time. And I think that's what's causing a lot of issues in this country is the lack of community, the lack of idea of just um, helping one another to strengthen one's area and one's environment. And, uh, I'm not conducive to that at all. You know, the, the day-to-day things that I do is good, but it, it could be better. So uh, I want to make that a New Year's resolution for 2021 for sure is to definitely volunteer more time. Um, and there are certain things I'm working on at the moment. I can't talk about them, though, because they're related to the subject that I have been holding off about talking to you guys about as well. So, um in due time, I guess, you know, when I, when I'm willing to talk about that, I'll talk about something else I want to work on. But until then I want to motivate myself to, to try to give back as much as possible. So, um, yeah, thank you, poll workers. Thank you to, you know, first responders. Thank you to people that maybe you do get paid for what you do, but either way, your job is a lot riskier than a majority of other people's lives and, and, and works that they do. And so for that, I say thank you. And I think you guys deserve more credit every single day for the things that you do. Um, And uh, that's all. And so, uh, you know, throughout the course of the week, we'll find out more about these uh, these, uh, states as they count their ballots, as these poll workers take their time to to count all of this. And I'm in no rush to know the results. Uh, I think for America, it'll be good to know as soon as possible, but... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be that person that 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 promotes this narrative. Like we need to rush these poll workers. Like just make sure it's done right the first time, and you know we'll know one way or the other. It's no different than if election day was November thirteenth or November twentieth. And yeah, you could argue that that's not the case. That it's technically November third. But yeah, okay, we get it. But this is different times, and um. It's going to take time to count a lot of these ballots that a lot of these people weren't ready to 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 count. So, um, am I hopeful? Yes. 
still, but I'm a, a pretty big realist as well. So I'll, I'd rather lean on being surprised than hoping for uh, something and then being hugely disappointed by the results. So I'm glad I didn't hype this up to myself too much. Either way, thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. If you're wondering why I'm doing it in a dark setting, it's not because of the state of mind. Actually, when I did my Halloween podcast, I kind of enjoyed the dark look of everything better than when it's lit up. I feel like the coloration and everything just looks better. Um, But that's my personal perspective on it. Uh, Either way, thank you guys so much for listening, and I will catch you guys mañana. Peace.